This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Hey, IDP Army. Ever think about making your own podcast? Let me tell you about Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And you can make some money with your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. It's got everything that you need to make a podcast all in one place. So what are you waiting for, IDP Army? Download the free Anchor app and go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to Defense Matters. I'm Jordan Rains, your host, at 50 Shades of Drunk on Twitter, senior writer for Dynasty Nerds, and co-host of the IDP 411 podcast, which you can find on expandtheboxboard.com. Um, guys, today we're going to be talking, as always, mostly IDP, all fantasy football. We're going to be doing some week three rankings. We'll be talking about a little bit of player news, some guys that are trending up, trending down. Before we get to that, you know, just subscribe to the show. I'd appreciate it. Leave a little review on Apple Podcasts. I'd appreciate that. Leave a five-star review. I'd appreciate that. And again, as always, the mission is to provide high-quality defensive fantasy football content for listeners weekly to help them win their leagues. Um, so, guys, how you doing today? I'm a little late this week to record. Been a really busy week at work. Um, they've had me up at, you know, before 5 around five in the morning the past couple of days. I usually record in the morning, so I haven't been able to record until today. Um, Thursday night game was fun last night. We had a little Fitz magic. It's been a while. Um, Minshew didn't really have quite the magic we all hoped. Apparently, James Robinson is the next uh, Christian McCaffrey. And, yeah, Mike Gusecki scored another touchdown, so big day. But uh, IDP-wise, it was a pretty pretty sleepy game. Um Nothing huge really happened. Um, I guess, you know, I think we got a couple of 16, 17-point games out of some guys. Uh, Miles Jack, um, Josh Allen got a sack, which was nice to see. Kyle Van Noy got another sack. That was nice to see. So it wasn't a total wash IDP-wise, but there was nobody that really blew up or went off. Like I said, I think I'm pretty sure um, all those games were just a handful of points. Um, I can actually double check that right now. Week three stats, fantasy points. Yeah, Josh Allen had 17 points. Um, that was like the second highest game. Looks like Camu Grugier Hill actually led the uh, the squad last night with 23. Miles Jack had 18. Kyle Van Noy had 18. Joe Schobert 16. Jerome Baker, 16. So no smash smash plays for you, but, I mean, those are all good numbers. Um, pretty much anybody between 12 and 18 is kind of like a sweet spot. You know, it's just enough to, to not let you down. But 
So it was a good game last night. It was good to see Miles Jack. I mean, it seems like he's going to be the linebacker you want to own. I know I was, you know, we were big Joe Schobert fans on our other show, but nothing, nothing really exciting happening there with him. Um, just kind of a bread and butter guy this year so far, but we'll see. I think there's probably big plays coming his way. Um, so I'm just going to jump into the rankings, I guess, guys. Uh, just as always, you know, remember these are catered to sleeper, sleeper designation. So there may be some guys in this show that when you click the link, which will be provided in the description, um, they may be a little different because only Fantasy Pros has them set up a certain kind of way. So I have to adhere to their rankings. But when I present them to y'all, I want you to to get them in the you know the, the platform that I most commonly use. And I know a lot of people use, which is sleeper. Um, so, um, let's jump into it, I guess. Week three IDP rankings. We're going to, as always, we're going to start with the DL. So, my number one guy this week is Joey Bosa. Number two, we have Miles Garrett. Three, Jason Pierre-Paul. Four, Chase Young. Five, TJ Watt. Six, Cameron Jordan. Seven, JJ Watt. Eight, Melvin Ingram. Nine, Shaq Barrett. Ten, DeForest Buckner. 11, Chandler Jones, and then 12, we have Harold Landry. Um, Joey Bosa gets an easy cush matchup. He gets the Carolina Panthers this week. He's locked in. He's bass sack every week so far. I mean, he's just he's getting a ton of pressure. Joey Bosa's the man. Uh, number two, Miles Garrett, he gets a good matchup as well. Uh, love that. And then Chase Young right next to him at three. Chase Young has put himself – or actually, I'm looking at my fantasy pro. Sorry, Jason Pierre-Paul. Um, he has a good – he has a really good – uh, matchup this week against Denver. Um, he should throw Driscoll to the ground a couple of times, unfortunately for Jeff Driscoll. Um, he's another guy who, you know, during the offseason, it was a little, he had a little thumb surgery. Or he had some sort of surgery and he's questionable and people just, he just kind of slowly got lost again in the, in the, in the weeds, but he's, he's an elite pass rusher guy. So he should have a big week for Chase Young. Nice matchup there. Camp, TJ Watt, you all know what he does. Cameron Jordan, you know what he does. Um, J.J. Watt gets Pittsburgh, a little bit tougher matchup, but we know who J.J. Watt is. We know what he's capable of. Um, you know, he can blow up any any single game. Um, and Big Ben likes to stand there in the pocket, so could be good for him. Seven or eight, rather, Melvin Ingram. Like I said with Joey Bosa, a nice matchup against Carolina. Joey Bosa are Chat, or sorry, Melvin Ingram is actually playing more snaps than Joey Bosa right now, or he has been. So you gotta love that. Shaq Barrett again, kind of with Jason Pierre-Paul. They get Denver. Shaq Barrett hasn't gotten home yet, but he has looked really good. Um, and I'm not giving up on Shaq Barrett yet. I believe this could be the big, the get-right week for him. Um, then we had DeForest Buckner. I mean, he had a great week last week against Cousins. Expect him to just continue to. Build on that success against the, the Jets, who suck this week. Chandler Jones. I mean, we all know who Chan, what Chandler Jones is. And then Harold Landry has snuck his way up here. Um, and honestly, with Harold Landry, guys, it just he's playing like 89 to 90% of snaps. I mean, he's out there a lot for a pass rusher, similar to Chandler Jones, who's also out there for like 90% of pass rush snaps. Uh, and honestly, Harold Landry looks good. Um, he's grading out well in PFF. We've been talking about him since like early last season on our other show, the IDP 411. He's not necessarily getting the respect that he probably deserves, uh, given the the numbers he's been putting up. So I got him in my top 12 this week. I went out and made a trade for him in a league I don't have him in. I have him in a lot of leagues. 
Um, I'm starting Harold Landry quite confidently, personally. Um, so let's move on to some guys that aren't into my top 12. I'll read back the top 12 to you if you're, in case you're not watching on the YouTube. It's uh, one is Joey Bosa, two, Miles Garrett, three, Jason Pierre-Paul, four, Chase Young, five, TJ Watt, six, Cameron Jordan, seven, JJ Watt, eight, Melvin Ingram, nine, Shaq Barrett, 10, DeForest Buckner, 11, Chandler Jones, and then 12, Harold Landry. Um, and I'll round out my next 12 for you guys. Um, Cam Hayward. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cam Hayward. DeForest Buckner, Eric Armstead, Yannick Ngakwe, Justin Houston, Dante Fowler, Grady Jarrett, Sam Hubbard, Chris Jones, Brian Burns, Frank Clark, Carlos Dunlop, Alden Smith, and Chase Winovich. That is going to round out my top 24. I'm going to read those guys back to you one more time. We had Cameron Hayward, Aaron Donald, Eric Armstead, Yannick Ngakwe, Justin Houston, Dante Fowler, Grady Jarrett, um, Sam Hubbard, Chris Jones, Brian Burns, Frank Clark, Carlos Dunlap, Alden Smith, and Chase Winovich finishing out the top 24. Um, Aaron Donald gets a little bit of a downgrade. He's, you know, he's at 11 this week, or he's at, he's at 13 this week. He's at 14 this week. I'm sorry. I'm Again, these are a little bit tough because I'm looking at my fantasy pros. Um, Cam Hayward gets Houston, same as J.J. Watt, he should have a, a you know, it's going to be tough to get to Deshaun Watson, but I believe in him. Um, Aaron Donald, stinker last week. We've seen Aaron Donald disappear. I'm sure he's going to come back and do well, but he does get the bills, and they have a good offensive line, and Sam or and Josh Allen has been pretty good this year. Um, he's been good since he came to the league. Most people haven't noticed, but he's very capable at getting away from pressure. So I expect him to give Aaron Donald fits the same way that Kyler and Deshaun Watson are kind of giving people fits. So Armstead, he's pretty much the last man standing at defensive end for the San Francisco 49ers, and he gets the, the Giants. So that's going to be a good matchup for him. Yannick showed signs of life last week. He's leading the defensive ends um, just after two weeks in Minnesota with snaps. So that's a good thing to see. We know he can be dynamic. Um, they're going to, they want to win. Obviously they're looking for that win. So I expect him to want to make a play. So he's up there pretty high this week. Justin Houston, again, he hasn't been overly dynamic this year, but he's been consistently okay. Um, and he's one of the better pass rushers in the league. You know, I, I think just as much as DeForest Buckner can get home, he can easily get home and tee off. Dante Fowler, have, you know, 16, um, got a good matchup against Chicago, which I really like. Dante Fowler's playing a ton of snaps, um, so start him confidently as a two. I mean, if you have to start him as a one, I'm okay with that. Grady Jarrett, his stable mate right there with him. Sam Hubbard. Sam Hubbard gets Philadelphia. Not a great, you know, you're not with Sam Hubbard, you're really not expecting big dynamic plays, but you're expecting a safe tackle floor with the 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 occasional pop. So he's due to pop this week um, against Philly. I could see that happening. Uh, so Chris Jones, obviously we know what Chris Jones is all about. He gets Baltimore this week, a little bit more of a tough matchup for him, but I still have him securely in my top 24. Uh, he's pretty much a guy you should never be taking out of your lineup. Brian Burns is trending up. Um, I have him. This is the first time I think he's made my top 24. He is at uh, 17, it looks like. And I had some notes here on Brian Burns. Where are they? Hmm. Yeah, it's just basically he's trending up, guys. I mean, the, the snaps are coming, which you love to see um, from year one to year two. 
He hasn't had a big sack week yet, so you can still get him at a reasonable price if somebody's a little bit eh about him. And yeah, he getting other play, you know, two tackles for loss last week. I love a tackle for loss, you know, especially if you're not getting the big dynamic plays. I mean, that is a pretty dynamic play, honestly. So it's not the sack. So you might be able to sneak him off somebody's team right before the blow up. Frank Clark, we know what he's about. Carlos Dunlop, we know what he's about. So, you know, we've talked about, you know, Chris Jones and Sam Hubbard. Good, same matchups. Um, we have uh, um, Alden Smith. So this is a guy that I really want to spend just a little time on. I know last week was a little bit of a letdown, but you really need to believe in Alden Smith at this point. He's leading the team in defensive end snaps by a lot. He's playing really well. Um, Demarcus Lawrence is essentially dust at this point, um, in my opinion. I'm just so over. I'm so over trying to mess with Demarcus Lawrence. I'm funny. It's second year in a row. Somebody's come in and basically done all the work while he gets all the money. So. What are you going to do? And then rounding out the top 24 with Chase Winovich. Chase Winovich getting a lot of pressure. He gets Las Vegas Raiders. We saw um, Derek Carr get sacked a couple of times last week. And I think that, you know, this isn't Russell Wilson, you know, where he gave Chase Winovich a little bit of trouble. This is Derek Carr. So he'll be there available to be sacked and be knocked down. So, yeah, the guy just outside of that top 24, I had Josh Allen at 25 this week. Um, he ended up, you know, like I said, with a 17-point game last night. So that wasn't bad. So those are my top 24 defensive linemen. I'm going to read them. I'm just going to skip reading them back to you guys because I have some stuff at the end I want to talk about today. So I'm just going to jump right into the linebacker rankings. So top 10 linebacker rankings for week three. We got Roquan Smith at one, Bobby Wagner at two, Jalen Smith at three, Darius Leonard four, Blake Martinez, 5, Devin White, 6, Micah Kaiser, 7, Zach Cunningham, 8, Jordan Rain, Jordan, Jordan Rains, Jordan Hicks at 9, DeMario Davis, 10, Miles Jack, 11, and Levante David, 12. I had some people ask me about Roquan Smith being number one because I did put out some uh, graphics over the other day, yesterday. And I mean, it just comes down to the fact that he's playing Atlanta, who's going to possess the ball a lot. Um, their offense is not good, so I expect them to not be on the field a lot. So by default, that defense will be on the field a lot. And he's the only 100% linebacker there. Um, you know, they're kind of Tom Kissel and Barry put something up on Twitter the other day. It seems like more NFL teams are going to single linebacker sets or sticking with one linebacker on the field a lot more than they have in the past or just more than they have in the past. And Roquan and the Bears was one of the teams he kind of pointed to. You know, Danny Trevathan this last week played – very minimal number of snaps. Let me see if I have them in my notes here. He's just losing snaps. I think he was under 70% this last week. And then Roquan hit 100%. Um, and if you know, if you followed Roquan's career, he's been up there in snaps, but it's it's not a normal thing for him to sit out there for 100% of snaps. So that was a, a big jump up for him. And, yeah, I just think that this is going to be a big breakout week for Roquan Smith. So Bobby Wagner's at two. He gets Dallas. Obviously, we know he's good. Jalen Smith. I mean, those guys have been in my top three every week. Darius Leonard. I'm still believing in Darius Leonard, although I will say this week he does get the Jets, so it could be a little hard. The, the, the Indianapolis Colts have not played a lot of defensive snaps, which is kind of why Darius Leonard is not putting up points. And he gets another matchup with the Jets, who are not exactly dynamic at staying on the field and getting things done. So it could be another low snap week for the entire defense in Indianapolis which could mean it could be another low-end-ish week for Darius Leonard. I mean, he could put up another linebacker two-week for you. 
Um, don't panic, though, and we know he could do more than that. I mean, he's always available for a sack. He's always available for an interception, and we know his tackle rate is intact. So this could be a blow-up week for him if, if Sam Donald sees some ghost early on. And I mean, the ghost of Darius Leonard sounds like something scary. So Blake Martinez, Devin White. Oh, let's focus on Devin White and Mike Kaiser. Um, Devin White is the first time he's made my top 12. Um, he's at six. Um, I you know, he's good. I mean, that's I've been a kind of a skeptic, not like a skeptic of Devin White, but I'm just like I've been hesitant to jump on the, the bandwagon because he gets a lot of love. Um, but he showed last week that he can he's a true playmaker. Um he honestly he showed it throughout his entire NFL career so far. Uh, kind of held it against him over the summer. Some of the bigger plays, I was like, well, it's not really sustainable. But the reality is he's on a team that is producing a lot of big plays on defense, and he's an intricate part of that. Um, and Dominic and Sue had a monster week this last week. We know Shaq Barrett blew up last season. Antoine Winfield had a great week. Devin White had a great week. It's one of those things where, you know, they kind of feed off of each other. So Devin White's up there this week. I know he gets Denver, but I'm expecting him to be very disruptive. Wouldn't surprise me one bit if he has – you know, a big impact play or two in this game. And I'm just respecting him as a tackler, too. I know he's competing against Levante David, but he's he's holding his own very well. Mike Kaiser, seven. Uh, I didn't really have a strong opinion on Mike Kaiser, but I do now. And my opinion is that he is going to probably finish the season as a top 12 linebacker. Uh, he's just kind of doing exactly what Corey Littleton last, did last year, which is get a lot of tackles and make a few impact plays. Um, so I've quit, you know, kind of dilly-dallying with him down in my teens and 20s. And, I mean, he's in my top 10 this week. I believe in Mike Kaiser. He's got Buffalo the matchup. Buffalo's playing a lot of offensive snaps, so there should be plenty of opportunities there for him to make a play. Um, so obviously you can see Zach Cunningham, Jordan Hicks, Demario Davis. <clears throat> um, actually, in this graphic that I have up here is wrong. I actually moved Levante or I moved Miles Jack down. I actually have Levante David at eleven now and Christian Kirksey at twelve. So. Um, just quickly want to highlight Christian Kirksey has been playing very well. He's another one of those guys that pretty much seems to be the only 100% linebacker on his team. He plays New Orleans this week, so that's a very good matchup for a linebacker. should be in theory, so I'm loving that. And then DeMario Davis, two spots ahead of him, are, you know, similar thing. They're playing Green Bay. Should be very juicy. Should be a lot of good, you know, extended drives, you know, ability to make plays. So I'm loving that. I'm going to finish out the rest of the top 24 linebackers. At 13, we have Eric Kendricks. 14, Joe Schobert. 15, I had Miles Jack, which I said I made some adjustments before I uploaded that uh, that most recent graphic. So if you see another one come across your timeline today, um, it should be updated. So, but I feel I feel good about those rankings for Jack and Schobert. I they're I don't think they're going to end the week as top top. 12 guys um, with those scores they had, but I think there's a, you know, they're going to be in that conversation for the twos. So 14 and 15 is where I had him ranked. 16, I have Devin Bush. He's coming down just a hair because, frankly, there's so many stone cold killers on that defensive line that are getting tackles before they can get into that second level. It's kind of hurting him. So, um, and he hasn't made any really big dynamic plays yet. I'd love to see a couple of pass deflections this week against Houston, who seems to be running out of options at wide receiver. Um, T.J. Watt right next to him, who he was on the DL rankings. I'm, again, I'm reading my Fantasy Pros rankings. Sorry, guys. Um, T.J. Watt's still a linebacker two every week. And honestly, you could probably play him as a linebacker one. He was a linebacker two last week. I think he's a linebacker two overall through the first two weeks of the season in IDP one, two, three scoring. 
Um, Fred Warner, 18. Jayon Brown, 19. Corey Littleton, 20. Deion Jones, 21. Shaq Thompson, 22. Nate Gary, 23. And Kenneth Murray, 24. You'll see there's a couple of guys down here that are kind of bigger names that have been higher up in my rankings. Corey Littleton, Shaq Thompson, Deion Jones. Guys, it's it's week two. I'm not fading them completely, but, you know, you have to make adjustments. And I can't just keep putting Corey Littleton up there when he's not producing. Um, Deion Jones, he's producing okay. Shaq Thompson is producing okay. But, I mean, you want dynamic playmakers in your top ten. You want guys that are, you know, someone's going to say, oh, you know, Deion Jones had half a sack last week. Yeah, he did. But, I mean, he still ended up with less than 20 points in IDP 1-2-3 scoring. Um, you know, I mean, it's a solid game. But I, I just need to see a little bit more. Corey Littleton, I mean, he gets the Patriots, which is a very good linebacker matchup. So this might be a get-right week for him. But he's at 20 this week. I'm a little concerned. I'm just not going to lie to you all. And then Shaq Thompson, he's not playing well. I mean, he's getting some numbers here and there. But I expected a little bit more out of him, quite frankly. So still securely, you know, a linebacker too for me this week. Um, I know that that offense should not be on the field very long again, you know, so there should be plenty of opportunities for him to prove me wrong, put himself back up maybe in that top 15 for next week, but I just need to see it. So, and then Nate Gary and then Kenneth Murray, I'm loving me some Kenneth Murray. People are probably going to say, Oh, we have Kenneth Murray ahead of Patrick queen. Yeah. I mean, this is, you know, for the snap fetish people out there. I mean, Kenneth Murray's playing more snaps um, defensively than Patrick queen. So, that seems to matter to a lot of people. I mean, he's playing, he's leading the team in tackles right now as a rookie. Patrick Queen is very good, but he's playing like, what, 80-something percent of snaps. That's the same thing that people wanted to knock Devin Bush for all last year. Haven't heard anybody knocking uh, Patrick Queen for it yet because everyone loves Patrick Queen. But let's see what happens. I have Patrick Queen at 26. I had Jerome Baker at 25, Patrick Queen at 26, just so you guys kind of know where they are at in my rankings for this week. And then we'll go to defensive backs. Um, and I'll read these all back to y'all one more time before I come through. I know I'm kind of going through them fast this week. That's because I have a few notes at the end um, of some guys I want to point out, just some things I've been noticing. So let's get to the uh, let's get to the defensive back rankings here. Um, start with the top 12. Number one, as always, the King, the Prez, Jamal Adams. Number two, Buda Baker. Number three, Landon Collins. Number four, Terrell Edmonds. He's making a big jump this week. Number five, Jonathan Abram, another guy who's making a big jump. Six, Jordan Poyer. Seven, John Johnson. A little bit of a slide there. Eight, Tyron Matthew. Nine, Jesse Bates. Ten, Jabril Peppers. Eleven, Justin Simmons. And twelve, Harrison Smith. I'm not even going to talk about the top three guys. You never take them out of your lineups. Um, so that's that. Let's talk about Terrell Edmonds. Number four, Terrell Edmonds has been – he's had a solid tackle floor for the past two years. We know that. Um, but this last week, he had a little bit of an impact play situation. He got a tackle for loss. He got a pass deflection. And he had a sack which if anybody knows and follows, that's almost as many impact plays as he had last year by itself. Um, he was just a tackler last year. So it was good to see that happen. Maybe he's going to get used a little bit more and asked to do more. But with, and if that's the case, and again, on this dynamic Steelers team, I love Terrell Edmonds as a, you know, he's one of the stronger, he's one of the stronger plays at defensive back and definitely one of the stronger plays at safety. Just because you know, the tackle floor is intact. Jonathan Abram, Flying all over the field on Thursday night. on Monday night football, like he got hurt, but he's getting his nose in there for pretty much every every play he can find. He's he's got such good closing speed. 
Um, I kind of had been fading him because I hadn't seen him yet, but he's impressed me through the first two weeks. And I think that he's just going to keep doing that. He's just going to keep being that guy that makes, makes the big plays for you. So um, Jordan Poyer, number six, he had a big week last week. You love Jordan Poyer. You love to see that he's going up ahead of John Johnson. Cause frankly, John Johnson, I mean, I'm still not fading him out of my top 10, but He's let you down this far so far. You know, the tackles aren't there. That's something he's a dynamic playmaker, but the tackles have always been very intact for him. I mean, he had like 50 something tackles through, um, what was it? Six games last year. I don't even know if he's cracked 10 so far through two, two weeks. So little, little concern there. Tyron Matthew. Um, but this could be a good get right week for John Johnson, just circling back. Cause he does get Buffalo. We know that, you know, the Buffalo bills are playing very well. They're keeping the ball. They're possessing it down the field. So it could be an opportunity for John Johnson to go out there and get right. Tyron Matthew gets Baltimore on Monday Night Football. That's going to be a honey badger game. I just I could just feel it, guys. I mean, he he's out there with a bunch of kings. He's a king. Um, I expect him to make a big impact play somewhere along the lines. I mean, if he could get a pick off, you know, he's going to be matched up probably against um, Mark Andrews a lot. You know, I mean, they like to use their tight ends there. A lot. That's middle of the field kind of guys, although they do send their tight ends a little deeper than a lot of people. But Badger's going to be trying to get that work. And I just, I just, I know, you know, you can't always like, oh, I have a feeling, but, you know, I'm a Star Wars fan. I just got a feeling that this is going to be a good Badger week. So he's up there at eight, secure this week. Jesse Bates, we know what Jesse Bates is. Jabril Peppers, I know there's some, there's some people that are fading to Jabril Peppers or worried about Jabril Peppers. I'm a little worried, but I'm not going to fade him after. That much just after two games. I still think that there's hope for Jabril Peppers, guys. He gets San Francisco this week, so that could be a, a good situation for him to get some tackles. San Francisco with Nick Mullins probably behind center. There's going to be a lot of Dinkin and Duncan. Um, so there's going to be opportunities for you know him to come up close to the line, I think, and and kind of get some get some solid tackles. I can see a tackle for loss on one of these backup running backs. Um, so look for Jabril Peppers to make a play or two this week and put himself back into that, you know, put a little more respect on his name. It's funny. I was listening to another IDP show this week, um, which I won't drag anybody's name through the mud, but they were talking about three different players, Harrison Smith, um, John Johnson and Jabril Peppers, who all have started the season. Not great. It was funny. They, you know, they went through John Johnson. Oh, he'll be fine. You know, you still play John Johnson every week. Like, oh, Harrison Smith, yeah, yeah, he's fine. You'll still play him every week. And they got to Jabril Peppers, who basically has the exact same season these other two guys have. And they're like, well, I don't know about old Jabril Peppers. We might have to put him on the bench. I'm just like, man, come on, y'all. Don't be throwing that much shade on my dude after you, uh, you're propping up these other guys that let you down, too. I mean, be consistent. But anyways, moving on from that, Justin Simmons, Monster Week. Um. This last week and playing Tampa Bay this week, I mean, whoo, I'm Justin Simmons looking like a smash play again this week. So I'm loving him. He's in my top 10. Then Harrison Smith took a little slide. I mean, as you'll see, I mean, I'm making adjustments. John Johnson, Jabril Peppers, Harrison Smith, all taking slides from where they've been the last couple of weeks. Still believe in the talent of the players themselves. But for Harrison Smith, I think it's just that defense overall. Like he's basically he and Eric Kendricks are asked, being asked to do pretty much everything as far as take care of the team um and it's just not it's just not a great unit defensively and i think that's hurting harrison smith overall what he's able to do what he's able to bring to the table he's kind of he's got a lot on his plate let's just put it that way so 
Those are my top 12 linebackers. I'll read them off to you real quick. You know, Jabril Peppers, Buda Baker, Landon Collins, obviously Terrell Edmonds, Jonathan Abram making their way up into a big jump. Jordan Poyer at six, John Johnson seven, Tyron Matthew eight, Jesse Bates nine, Jabril Peppers 10, Justin Simmons 11, and Harrison Smith rounding out the top 12. Um, people may be in the streets crying out, Jordan, but why isn't Antoine Winfield Jr. in your top 10? Why do you hate him? I don't hate him. He's actually going to be mentioned here shortly. And a few other guys that have taken some slides, but let's go ahead and get to that. This next grouping, 13 through 24, we have Jeremy Chen at 13, just outside the top 12. Marcus May at 14. Antoine Winfield Jr. at 15. Von Bell, 16. Chuck Clark at 17. Kari Willis, 18. Um, Kevin Vicar or Kenny Vaccaro, 19. Kevin Byer, 20. Adrian Phillips, 21. Minka Fitzpatrick, 22. Justin Reed, 23. And then Tracy Walker at 24. Um, let's just start at the back end of this. Tracy Walker. He's not playing the, the number of snaps that you really want from a guy to be your one. Um, they're doing some goofy stuff up there. The Lions, at the end of the day, though, he still is probably their, he's their most dynamic safety. He still came through with you last week playing not a lot of snaps, getting you two pass deflections, a handful of tackles, still ended up with like 12, 13 points. He didn't sink your team. Um, but you got to adjust, unfortunately. So Tracy Walker has fallen quite a bit out of my rankings. That I'm watching, though, I just I just feel like he's such a good player he's, that he's going to push the issue and maybe be able to get more snaps. I'm not fading him too much down in my dynasty rankings because, let's be honest, Matt Patricia, he shouldn't be long for the Lions. Um, and maybe if he gets out of there, Tracy Walker can get out there and play more of your conventional role that he played last year, 100% of snaps, holding out hope for that, but also just hoping that the talent forces the issue and some of these other safeties that he has out there goofing around just because they spent this high draft capital on Harris. It feels like they're trying to just push him out there. So we'll just have to see what happens. But um, Tracy Walker has fallen from grace. But you know what? I mean, he's still a top 24 play, in my opinion, just because he is one of the most dynamic safeties in the league. I still think he's probably going to outscore the other guys that play on that team, even if one of them, I think, uh, Deron Harmon's playing like 100% of snaps. I still think Tracy Walker's going to have more points than him. So, uh, Jeremy Chan, he's playing mostly linebacker snaps, so that's like a huge, you know, boon for his stock. PFF is saying he's not very good with their grades, but then you get these guys on, you know, these these um, film junkies that are just there obsessing over his, his closing speed on Twitter. So the, the jury's still out on him, but he's playing high leverage snaps and, and sleeper. He's dual designation. So I'm all about that. I mean, I love playing a linebacker in my defensive back spot. Marcus May, big blow up week, two weeks ago, a little quieter this last week, but you're still playing him. He gets Indy. Uncle Phil might throw a pick or two. Marcus May might come down with a pick or two. Um, Von Bell, he's also been fading a little bit. He's at 16 this week. I just really want to – I want to see a get-right game for a couple of the, my guys here. Von Bell, it would be nice to see a get-right game from him. Um, last week he had all these tackles, and they were all assisted tackles. Guy, couldn't he – he had eight tackles, couldn't even break 10 points. Actually, I think he had like right at 10 points in IDP 1, 2, 3. Chuck Clark gets Kansas City. Love to see that. Uh, Kenny Vaccaro, he has come up my rankings. I'm not throwing him into my top 10 yet, guys. I know he had a monster week last week, but a lot of that was that sack. 
for the sack, the tackle for loss. You take some of that out. He's, you know, he's still top play last week in the 20s, but he's not putting up the 34 or 38 or whatever the number he actually had last week was. I can't really remember off the top of my head. Um, I say that and I can just look at it. 38 points last week. So that's a pretty good game. But again, that was a lot of that was leverage off that one big play. Although he plays Kirk Cousins this week. So goodness gracious, that that's looking like a really good matchup now. That's what I'm looking at it a little bit more. Cousins is Cousins is shook right now, guys. Oh, by the way, if you want to pour one out for me in my home league last week, I'm 0-2. This is my most important league. I started Kirk Cousins. He got me the one point something points lost. I'm 0-2. So, you know, I have Gardner Minshew. Threw him out there last night, and boy, oh, boy, was that rough, guys. I mean, it was rough. So, oh, and also just want to test the waters. Who's a better NFL running back, Um, James Robinson or Christian McCaffrey? So, he basically looked like Christian McCaffrey last night. I mean, it was just every play. It was just like, oh, let's throw it to James Robinson. Oh, let's hand it off to James Robinson. Um. I don't know if anyone pays attention to the Carolina Panthers, but they're actually not a great team. The hand it off to the one guy and throw it to the one guy strategy really isn't how great NFL teams succeed. So I'm not really sure what they're trying. If you're trying to imitate the Carolina Panthers, I would suggest you look for a different strategy. Um, Unless you have James Robinson on some of your high stakes leagues teams. So in that case, Matt rule, or not Matt Rule. <laughs> Watch out for Mike Davis this week, guys. Um, that's pretty much gonna finish out my my defensive backs. I mean, Adrian Phillips, Minka Fitzpatrick, Justin Reed, Tracy Walker. That's my last guys. These guys are all pretty pretty good smash plays. Um, some guys that aren't up there yet. Um, Logan Ryan, I have him at twenty eight. I think he's gonna have a good week. I just don't have him super high. Malcolm Jenkins, I have him at twenty six. Keanu Neal, I have at twenty five. Um. Bradley McDougal, 29. These are just some of those guys that are just a little bit outside of there. But, you know, when you get to that DB2 range, it really is kind of a flat position. So it's it's a lot of pick your poison is what I like to say. Pick the guy you really like, the guy you want to root for, and go with him. So if you want to play one of those guys over, you know, Adrian Phillips or Minka Fitzpatrick, I definitely don't see a problem with it. Full rankings obviously will be in the link. Um, should be on idparmy.com and on expandtheboxscore.com. So you guys can go check those out at either of those sites if you want to see my full rankings, which go down to about you know the 60, 70 on the players. Um, had a rough week last week in my rankings, guys. I think I ended up one of the bottom rankers on Fantasy Pros. Just you know, full disclosure, we're not very happy about that. But I'm gonna you know I'm knuckling down. I'm hoping to do better. You know I'm here to compete. I'm here to put my best foot forward. So. A lot of that probably came stemming from the fact that I had Aaron Donald at number one overall in my DL rankings, and I think he ended up with like a point. So that was a disaster. And that was after every, I mean, every single person that watches football last week was all about, oh, Aaron Donald's going to blow up against the Eagles. And I, I was right there with him, and they held him in check pretty easily. So let's talk about a little bit of player news. First and foremost, Nick Bosa, you know, he was in the DL section. He's done for the season. ACL tear, disaster, nightmare. You're going to hear people say, I told you, the Bosa brothers, they're injury prone. Gur, gur, gur. Um, Joey and Nick Bosa both played all 16 games last year with no injuries, no injury designations. I mean, ACL tears happen to every athlete. So I'm not buying this, their injury prone crap. I just, 
got an injury. I mean, it just happens. Um, it's unfortunate it happened to him so early in the season. But his season is over. Um, I don't really know how to adjust at this point. I want to see what happens. D Ford is pretty much dust. He's you know, want to talk about injury prone. Why don't you talk about D Ford? Okay, that guy is made of glass. Um, so get better, Nick Bosa. We'll miss you. We're ready for you to come back next year. But okay, I'm just gonna so I had some notes here, guys. I had somebody on Twitter ask me, you know, if you could talk about a couple other things besides just your rankings. And that's definitely a fair point because you can look at my rankings. Um, so I want to give some just some random spitball shots here, some notes, some thoughts. So I have some linebacker notes. One, first and foremost, is because you're white for the Lakers, or not the Lakers, the Chargers. Um, his stock is up massively. 100% of snaps last week um, in week two, which is big. Uh, we lost Drew Tranquil out there. It seems like he's filling in for him. Dual eligibility on sleeper, guys. So you can play him in a DB spot on sleeper. Um, and if he's going to be out there for 100% of snaps playing linebacker snaps, similar to Jeremy Chin, that's a smash play. No questions asked. I picked him up in a lot of spots. If he's on your waivers and leagues, guys, go get Kazir White on sleeper. He is going to be a great play, it looks like, going forward. I don't, you know, I don't foresee him losing that spot, honestly, because they're just running out of bodies there. Um, other guys I want to note, Josie Jewell, he's on the rise. 97% of snaps in week two. His stock is up. Mark Barron, I don't know when Mark Barron's coming back. Um, but Josie Jewell, is, he's not necessarily playing lights out, but he's playing all the snaps. So definitely a guy that shouldn't just be sitting on your waiver wire. Um, going to want to go add Lorenzo Carter, guys. 98% of snaps in week two. He had a 12-point week week one and a 17-point week last week. Again, those aren't world beater weeks, but those aren't bad. Um, for a guy that's sitting on your waiver wire with a 100% snap share, essentially, go get him. You're going to have to play him at linebacker on sleeper. You'll probably have to play him at linebacker on MFL and CBS and all those other spots you play fantasy. But, I mean, there's not a lot going on with the Giants besides Blake Martinez right now. And so to see a little glimmer of hope with him, you might want to get in there a little early. He pretty much kicked Marcus Golden out the door last week. He did all the work. Marcus Golden only played like 23% of snaps, which there's a guy whose stock is trending down, Marcus Golden, with the apparent emergence of Lorenzo Carter. So you're going to go check out, see if he's on your waivers. If you guys have some cut candidates, throw him on your bench. He looks like he might be trending up for this year. Danny Trevathan trending down, like I mentioned earlier, with the Roquan, 100% snap guy. Um, they're not playing the traditional kind of base defenses anymore. They're keeping two linebackers out there. They seem to be switching that up. And Roquan is a guy that's staying out there for every snap, and Danny Trevathan is a guy that's coming off the field. So while Danny Trevathan is very efficient and can make plays, he's not going to be out there to make the plays the way that Roquan is. So you're definitely going to want to – I'm taking Danny Trevathan out of my lineups this week, just straight up. I hate to say that because I love Danny Trevathan, but I want to win, you know, and I want, you know, so I got, you got to play the, play the cards you're dealt. And right now it looks like Danny Trevathan has been dealt a less than 95, less than 90% snap share hand. So if you can find a different option, be looking for that. <clears throat> um, And then the last linebacker notes I have is Bobby Okrecki. For the Indianapolis Colts seems to be trending up. He got a lot of snaps this last week. Anthony Walker was ghosted off the field. 
Okreki didn't do much with those snaps. Um, I think he had like four or five tackles, very pedestrian. But again, this is a team that's not staying on the field a lot. So we have yet to see what it's really going to amount to IDP-wise. But don't start Anthony Walker right now. Bench Anthony Walker. I don't know. I'm not saying start Bobby Okreki. Um, but he, if you're going to start one of those two, you start him over Walker. But I'm looking for other options until that kind of situation gets sorted. And I see a little bit of a pop. From Okreki, honestly, just because he has 100% snaps doesn't mean he's in my lineup automatically. I need to see a little sign of life, but definitely something to watch. All right, let's got a couple of DL notes here. Harold Landry trending up. Um, like he's a DL eligible linebacker eligible on sleeper. Love that. I just traded Demarcus Lawrence for him straight across in the league. I was very happy to get him and get rid of Demarcus Lawrence. He's you know, since last year, he's been trending up. He's a very good player. Um, he's a good pass rusher. He had an interception this last week. Obviously, that's a kind of crazy play. It was a Jeffrey Simmons tip, and he caught it. But we've seen Harold Landry going all the way back to last year have big games. Um, he's playing more snaps than Clowney is. He's playing more snaps than Rashawn Evans is right now. So you're going to want to, you know, he's trending up. Get him on your teams while you can. I said, you know, we said last year he's going to be a guy that you're going to want to add in Dynasty. That was early last year. Try to get him on your dynasty teams now while he still hasn't had an elite blow-up game because I feel like once that happens and with the way this Titans team is a good team now, people are going to start to notice fast. So get out there and get Harold Landry. He's developing nicely. Like I said, he's grading out well in PFF as well for those you know people that are into that. Um, Shaq Barrett, I'm sticking with Shaq Barrett. Like eight and nine points the last two weeks. Those are low, low end games, but he, the pass rushing acumen is still there. The line is still intact. I mean, and Dominican Sue got home twice this last week. That could have easily been Shaq Barrett. And if Shaq Barrett put up those kind of numbers that Sue did this last week, I don't have to have this conversation with you where I'm saying stick with him, but I am having this conversation with you where I'm saying stick with him and try and go by low. A lot of people already did not like Shaq Barrett, people don't believe in Shaq Barrett. Great that this is your moment to pounce, guys. You have, you know, before this big game he's got coming up uh, against Denver, where he should – it is Denver, right? I don't, I'm not looking exactly at the matchup. I'm pretty sure he plays Denver this week. That's why I said earlier. You're definitely going to want to add him to your team if you can get him. People are probably a little bit down on him. People have already been down on him, so go get, go get Shaq Barrett. I'm sticking with him. I'm trying to acquire him before this weekend. Marcus Golden trending down, losing snaps. Um, Lorenzo Carter and Kyle Fackrell both got more snaps this last week. That was kind of hard to watch as someone who started Marcus Golden's in multiple spots and got a big fat zero. But life goes on. We must adjust. Um, And then another guy who's sleeping or sleeping, trending up is uh, Chase Winovich. 75% of snaps in week two. He honestly did fare pretty well against, you know, he getting pressure on Russell Wilson this last week. Didn't show up big in the box score, but I expect this week to be a little bit different for him. Um, so his stock is big up since last year. He was mostly a special teamer last year, but if you check out, if you guys read any of my articles on Dynasty Nerds over the summer, he was one of the guys I wrote about in my Rookie Rusher recap, which was a three-part series kind of going over all the incoming, all the guys who were rookies last year at Pass Rush because that ni- 2019 um, defensive lineman class was just so deep and there was a lot of quality guys on it. And Chase Winovich, because he was relegated to special teams last year, was kind of overlooked as one of the guys you'd be interested in. Um, go get him now before he, he's kind of getting a little bit of shine, a little bit of love on Twitter. But 
he's still probably attainable for a fairly reasonable price. And in Dynasty, he's a target. Um, so, all right. And some DB notes. Uh, my top defensive back note here says, uh, oh, yeah, Jamal Adams is the GOAT. Didn't know if you all knew that or not, but I just wanted you to be aware. Um, Sear Adderley, 100% snaps this last week. Um, didn't do a lot with them, but with Derwin James being out, with them kind of just losing guys left and right, Nasir Adderley is on the field now, 100% of snaps. He's – keep your eye on him. I'm not saying go pick him up necessarily. I, if you've got a spot, though, this might be a good time to pick him up because um, he could blow up. He was a dynamic in college. We expected a lot more from him last year as a rookie, just didn't pan out. What are you going to do? But right now we're looking at him. He's playing 100% of snaps this last week. He's trending up. Keep an eye on him. If you have a spot, you know, you're in a, you know, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 IDP starters, he's a guy you're definitely going to want to look at. <clears throat> and then finally, just a little note on Logan Ryan. He is listed as a free safety right now. So I know on MFL he's a corner, but he's playing safety snaps. That's money. Um, if you can get anybody to trade him to you right now on MFL in particular, which you probably won't because people that play on MFL are usually fairly sharp and you know deep players. But, I mean, if somebody wants to get rid of him because the narrative around him is that he sucks because he's not a good cornerback, that's great. I don't want a good cornerback. I want a shitty cornerback that gets me tackles and gets targeted a lot, which Logan Ryan fits that bill. Oh, and what's he doing? He's playing safety snaps, which is even better for getting tackles. So Logan Ryan listed as a free safety playing. I think he went over 70% of snaps this last week. I don't think he's quite at 100 yet, but look for him to get up there this next week. So I'm very interested in Logan Ryan going forward. No monster weeks yet, but they could be coming. So, y'all, that is all I got for you. I'm sorry this show took so long to get out this week. Um, Like I said, I've just been really, really busy. Got a lot going on with work. Work's been insane this week. Um, you know, obviously the family comes first, first and foremost. That's why I got to get up at 530 in the morning to shoot this show while they're also sleeping. Um, appreciate you, IDP Army. Like I said, leave a review, leave a rating. And yeah, go out there week week two here, got or week three, and you know, kick some ass. Hit me up in the Destination Devi Discord channel. You know where to find them on Patreon. And yeah, I look forward to talking to you guys next week. I hope you found these rankings useful and helpful. Tell your friends about the show. Tell your friends about the rankings. And until next week, IDP Army, go kick some ass. Tell who sent you. Let the rain hit the sand. Build a house on a rock, got a plan. Gotta get stocks, keep them bands. Hear the clock tick, blades on a fan. Used to be mundane on a Monday. Now you have fun day on a Sunday. Cause you're switching it up and you're living it up. You ain't getting it enough.